And we are back. Back, back, back. 8121 Talk. Yes, we are. Hello. Hey. Hold on, I forgot something. Uh-oh. It's Al Nilandi. It's got, got, got to, got be, to more be more careful. careful. You forgot to put our names out there? I mean, everybody should know who we are now. Well, unless we have some new listeners. Yeah. New listeners. Um, the last episode, I started off because I spoke to this person. Mm-hmm. And... DJ Dummy. DJ Dummy. On the beat. Right. Scratching by yours truly. Al. Al. Yeah. DJ. It's Al. I never did that. I never did that. It's just Al. I ain't got no time for games. They just say DJ. They just say next is Al. I guess. I mean, you know what I got on my arm, but. DJ Fat Albert. Yeah, but I'm not doing that because I'm actually fat now. So I'm not I'm not doing that. That that is a no no. <laughs> so anyway. Oh my goodness. Okay. You hear that scratching on there? I hear the scratching. I'm pretty proud of that. Yeah, you did a good job. Yeah. So Go DJ. That's my DJ. Okay, Go ahead. Okay. Right. So where were you on what? the last podcast? I was in the bed. You were tired. I had a migraine. I hope I didn't say nothing about business to do and she was doing this. I hope I didn't say that. No, I don't think you said anything. You just said that I wasn't with. I don't, I don't remember know. exactly what you said. Did you listen to the podcast? I did. Okay. I did. Okay. Now, I did. On the last podcast, you wasn't here, so I didn't have the uh, the leash on. I know, and you said that on the podcast. Yeah, I went a little left with it. You did, but yeah. hey. Well, it wasn't totally, It wasn't left, but. I still kept the rule sets. You, no cursing. No cursing. I didn't say any names. You did not say any uh, names. I tried to keep it as professional as I could. Yeah, you you did a good job. You, know, you did a good um, job. We had Elijah here and we had Doral here. Give right. a round of applause. Yep, yep. Doral, a.k.a. Thanos. Thanos. T-H-A-N-O-Z. Universe. Now, before we start this podcast, could you tell people where they can listen to us at? Ooh, you can listen to us on Google Podcasts, mm-hmm. Spotify, yep, Anchor, yep, Apple, yep, YouTube, yep, our own webpage, eighty one twenty one talk dot com. There it is, and hopefully. Uh, and we have an IG page, 8121 Talk oh, on IG. Yeah, yeah. Follow I, us. I forgot about that IG I'm page. trying to do better at posting things on there, but okay. follow us. You know, okay. work with us. Work with us. And those are all the places you can listen to us. And yes. please leave a comment after the podcast, well, wherever you listen to it at, so, you know, we can get some constructive feedback. Like and subscribe. Yeah. Yeah, like and subscribe. There you go. Yeah, and that'll help us in the long run. Uh, we also, I saw you put up a post, was that today or yesterday, that we were getting ready to jump into the video The realm. video, yes, that was yesterday. Yeah. It's so coming soon. We're going to kind of show, you know, where we at, mm-hmm. where we're at, and, you know, the process it takes to uh, do what we're doing. Mm-hmm. We're, I'm pretty proud of it. I'm proud too. And um also you took me all the way out of my comfort zone. But okay. I, I'm I'm good. So and also mm-hmm. uh, I've been kind of, you know, out of energy. Well, we talk about that, mm-hmm. but I have to get the travel vlogs going. Yes. And right now, which I have something on upstairs on the MacBook, we had a trip to Georgia. Yes, Georgia. And I'm trying to put that video together, like going through the airport and mm-hmm. walking around in Hinesville, Georgia. Mm-hmm. And uh, but that's coming soon, also. Right, but it, we it, we're gonna talk a little bit about it tonight. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just giving a visual. Yeah. So you can see exactly what happened. And, the crazy family. Right, but we can give you more of a an oral picture of mm-hmm, it at mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. So we went to Hinesville, Georgia. Hinesville. Uh, by way of Jacksonville, Florida, right? Yes. Yeah, we flew into Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm always grateful wherever I can go and I see us, you know, uh, people, 
But let me tell you something. <laughs> when we got there, it was a buck three. Mm-hmm. It was hot. It was hot. And, and humid. And humid. Humid. No disrespect. Why did we put that T in there? Humid. humid. <laughs> no disrespect to my people, where I'm from, because I'm from down south. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I saw I, that I was down south when I started seeing dreads and T-shirts, wife beaters, mm-hmm. and flip-flops. Mm-hmm. Uh, you didn't go across the street. Me and Elijah went across the street to the to store. To that store, yeah. I felt like I was at Blockton Brothers, baby. Right. I felt like I was there. On the corner, huh? Yeah, it, it didn't intimidate me or nothing, but I said, mm, yeah, I'm home. This, this is how it works. What's crazy is, um, you know, I spent about six months in Jacksonville right. back in 2015 when right. I was going through the training with Wounded Warrior Project for the right. job that I have now. Right. And they put us up in apartments. Okay. But the where I was at in the it apartment. It wasn't that part. It wasn't that part. Because we went to the hood to we get barbecue. We went to the hood to get some barbecue. And just to, you know, paint a picture, that guy didn't open until 11. Right. We got there about 930 or something. Yep. And we had to sit there. In the car. And everybody's face was scrunched up a little bit. I asked the Rao to go to the store with me. He was like, no, nah, I'm good. Right. Because when me and Elijah went to the store, mm-hmm. uh, wow, it was hot. It was hot. And what was that That bird that was perched up outside that in was the just parking a, lot? It was just a parrot. It was a parrot. It was big, though. It was huge. And Elijah was like, I'm going to go over there and mess with it. No, no, you don't. Leave but it was crazy because it was just sitting there on top of the... yeah. It was relaxed. The junk that was out there. <laughs> it was relaxed. And, and this guy had his barbecue spot set up like in a, a open yard. Right. And it was like a junk. Oh. A food truck. And then it's like someone had a, was that a market? Wasn't I, that person selling fruit and stuff over there I on the other side or something? I and vegetables, but then I started seeing things clothes. like hubcaps, clothes. And clothes. I know. Hey, it was some You got to do what you got to do in 2022. Bars. Did you hear that? Oh, I heard that. You Go heard ahead. That. I'm dope on the remix. Kick it. You gotta do Drop what you gotta do bars. in 2022. Okay. Bars. bars. Okay. So, and from there we drove to Hinesville. Hinesville, which is about uh how long is that? It wasn't nothing, but it was about an hour or so. You slept the whole way. I was tired. Yeah, you were. I was tired. Because we left here. Eleven o'clock. Well, we left out of Denver at, at our flight left at twelve. Midnight. 27 a.m. And we got to, did we have a layover? Atlanta. A layover. In Atlanta. Yeah, in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And then from there to Jacksonville, so we got there like 8, 9. Yeah, it was about 8.30 something. Something like that. So, but about, I think it was about an hour and a half to. Uh, it wasn't long at all. I drove from Hinesville to Jacksonville on the way Right. Back. It was not just an hour. Okay, about an hour and a half. Okay. It seemed like it went by fast, though. Right, right, right. So the main reason we went to Hinesville, Georgia, was for birthdays. Yes, birthdays. It was uh, Nasir's birthday, Mm -hmm. and it was Elijah's birthday. Yes. Uh, But it was in between their birthdays, because Elijah's birthday is, of course, Juneteenth. And then Nasir's birthday is July second. How are you just gonna like throw Elijah on that holidays um title? Why well, you just can't say it was Elijah's birthday on June nineteenth? Okay, Elijah's June birthday on June nineteenth. I think you feel some type of way because your birthday is on a holiday also. I didn't even think about that, but now that you say it, let's explore that please. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but Juneteenth. Like that's, that's his birthday, so separate yeah, his birthday separate from that, the holiday. Man. Okay, separate that. I apologize, Elijah. So Elijah's June, birthday, June nineteenth. So mm-hmm. we had a combined birthday party. When is Nasir's? Nasir's is July second. Okay. Totally confused now. When did we go? We went the twenty something. So Nasir had an early birthday party. Yes. Okay. So it was a birthday party uh, slash. Get together. Right. We was calling it the birthday reunion, but not everybody. Everyone didn't show up like we thought was going to show up. Birthday reunion. 
Y'all black folks know y'all like to get together, man. Mm-hmm. You know I said something about that, like, what? I know. You was like, what are you talking what? about? Just let them have their it's birthday a party. It's a party for the kids like, or for the adults. A reunion. Hmm. But anyway, so, yeah, so it, we went down there. When I say we, it was me, you, Elijah, Doral, and Shakaya. Mm-hmm. And we stayed at a and b in, in a part of town. It was cool. Mm-hmm. It was cool. Let's talk about the birthday slash reunion. It was um, it was good. The kids had a really good time on the water slide bounce Castle, house, Castle, whatever, whatever it was. was. It was huge. It was nice though, right? Yeah. It had a what you go up into the the bounce part of it where you could mm-hmm. jump around and then you yep, climb yep. up and then you went down this giant yep. water slide that ended up in a pool at the bottom of the slide. Yeah, I mean, the kids were like all over the place, water fights. Right, even everything. though it was muddy because the water was running out of the and, pool and everything, but they did not care. Okay, uh, I got to address something. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, How, where do I start? Um, let's talk about Little Man in the Cowboy Boots. <laughs> so Little Man is Nishan, okay. which is our great-grandson. Okay. He uh, how is, old is he? He is one. All right. Going on two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like we said, the the party thing was a rodeo party. You'll right. see the pictures when we post them. Well, video, not pictures. Well, I thought we was going to do both post pictures and video. I well, I'm going to post that. pictures on Instagram. Okay. Okay. And so, Nishan had Nishan and Nasir had cowboy boots. Exactly. And Nishan. Refused to take them off. To, and he's still wearing them. To this day. To this day. Cowboy boots. And when I saw it, you know, I, I didn't think much of it. Mm-hmm. Because I remember when I was young, don't mm-hmm. remember the age, I wanted cowboy boots. It's one of the weirdest things on the planet. And I wore them mm-hmm. until the other kids, you know, kind of let me know, my man, what are you doing? <laughs> but he was out there with a diaper on. A pull-up. A pull-up diaper <laughs> and cowboy boots. No shirt. <laughs> no shirt. And just walking around man-powered it like <laughs> Where's little bow-legged self? Yeah, like Bernie Mac say, little bow-legged itself. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, but, you know, everything was, um, it was yeah. cool. It was just super hot out there. It was. Man. And wow. what happened at the party uh, that was significant? I think you might want to take the lead right there. So... Ziamara, which is Nishan and Nasir's mother, my oldest granddaughter, who is about to be 21 next month. Right. Her boyfriend proposed to her. We got that on video. Yep. So now I have to say her former boyfriend proposed because now he is her fiance. Right. Cool dude. Lay back. Cool dude. Yeah. It was nice. Her and Tajreek. Yeah. Yeah. And we also got to meet uh, Trell. Yes. And who else did we meet? Uh, well, we saw uh, Tydrick's family. They mm-hmm. were there the first time yeah. we ever seen them. Uh, Chris was there. Chris. Zayana, Zayari, mm-hmm. the grandchildren. And Jazzy, Jazzy, the adopted grandchild. Yeah. That, you know, she's cool. Yeah. It threw me for a loop, though, because she was talking to me like. Like she knew you. Yeah. Because like, Zayana has been talking about so us to her. I said, uh, I remember saying to her, uh, who are you again? <laughs> But no, yeah, she was cool. She was cool. I said Chris, right? Yeah. So everybody was there. Shabet. Mm-hmm. Uh, are we missing anybody? Of we're, course we are. We're missing the roses. The roses. Now, who are the roses? The roses is my ex-husband and his current wife, M- Mr. Clinton Rose, and and Kelly. their children. Yeah, Kelly. They um, were there. Trinity Kennedy. Trinity Kennedy and Corey. Trinity, Kennedy, Corey, Clint, and Kelly. Kelly, yep. Did I get that right? Yep, you got it right. right. So, you know, uh, him being there, he, like, took me back to Selma, like. Right. All the stuff that he was saying, like, this person, that person. I'm mm-hmm. like, wow, okay. Yeah, yeah, so everybody was there, you know. Uh, food was good. Yeah, the food was good. Um, outside of the cook. The food that was at the cookout. Mm-hmm. Catch what I'm getting ready to say here. Okay. I think I got something to eat. 
from the cookout mm-hmm. every day. Let's get him a round of applause. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not the cookout, but from the cookout. Oh, you talking about the restaurant? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I was lost there for a minute. Man, yeah. I went in that place, man. It was like burger and the sides, the sides are corn dogs and fries. Like, and, when does corn dog become a side? And let me go down south with it. And a drink? <laughs> man, listen, man. I was like, give me that. Six bucks? And a drink. Six bucks? So the cookout was for you. The cookout was for me. They took me to this Japanese express hibachi place called uh, Sumo's. Right. It was good. Sumo's. I tasted it on day two. Yes. And it was still good. Yeah, it was good. It was good. And their sushi rolls were really good. It was, yes, it was good. That's the vibe, you know, y'all was on. Y'all mm-hmm. ate that. But what was I looking for? I went to cookout every day, but what was I looking for every day? Barbecue? No. What? Pork chops. Oh, and where did we end up getting some good pork chops from? I don't remember the gas a station. A gas station. What was the name of it? I don't remember, but it was good. My goodness, those were great pork chops. Two fat, Ooh. stinking, nasty pork chops with bread. And the potato wedges and the potato that went wedges. with them. I'm glad, I'm glad they're wedges. not here. I'm glad they're not here. Right, because, because we'd really be fat. We'd be ODing. Uh, really? Yeah. Those are some good pork chops. Yeah. I can't remember the name of the, the gas station. Uh, I can't remember it either. Mm. Maybe by eating the pork chops, it we lost a piece <laughs> of our, <laughs> our memory or something. It's like, wait a minute. Because when we was down there, it was just rolling off the tongue. Right. right? And didn't they have hot sauce they packets had everything. in it? The, they had everything. And I'm like, wait a minute. whoa. Hit, hit, hit my note. What's your note? You know. Got we, to be more careful. Nah, yeah, that one. But the, you know, when we looking off into the stars... There you go. That one. Yeah. <laughs> that one right there. Okay. But yeah, I mean, it was a pretty good trip. It was just super duper hot. Yeah. But um, I had mentioned it to you before. I was happy to go on the trip and spend time with my children and my grandchildren and my great-grandchildren because I am now the matriarch. And I know we was talking. My mother's birthday is coming up in the few days. Today's the 13th. Her birthday is in seven days. But um, we I was saying that I'm glad that I was able to spend time with her, but I wish I had spent more time with her in that year prior to her death. But COVID stopped all that. But so I want to make sure that I do that, spend time with with my babies so that they won't be saying the same thing when I'm gone, like right, I wish right. we had got to spend more time with Mama and Nana or what have you. Right. So I mean, it was but, good. But it's kind of different. You know, you, and we've talked about this before, you've been pretty much the figurehead in your family since the time you enlisted in the Army. Mm-hmm, you had mm-hmm. everybody with you in Germany on this base, on that base. Right. So it's a little different. So... Right, and I even brought my sister from Alabama right, to Georgia right. with me when I was stationed there. It, but yeah, it, it's a little different. I know that in some cases, when we look at a situation, we feel like we can do more. Mm-hmm. But sometimes we tend to overlook what we've actually done. Right, you know. So, I mean, hey man, I think you did your thing. Okay, you do your thing. Yep. Yeah. So, I think that's a good segue. Before you do that. Hmm. I was a little disappointed with Alan Rashad not coming. Yeah, I was really, well, not just me. We all were looking forward to them coming, you know, even to the point where uh, we was trying to figure out alternate ways to get them there. (laughs) Right. But that's all I'm going to say on that. Yeah. Now, your segue. Yes. We were talking about your mother and spending time with, uh, you know, kids, grandkids, Mm -hmm. family members and Mm -hmm. whatnot. So the segue that you're talking about right there is actually the subject of this show, which is parenthood or yes. parenting. Parenting, yeah. Parenting. Uh, open me up. What, what? So what we was discussing, the question is, and I know that we're probably, no one is going to agree with the answer or if there is a right or wrong answer, but is there such a thing as a good parent? 
Right. And if there is, what makes someone a good parent? Right. Tough. Right. It's tough. Because no two kids are the same. They are not. And what may work on one might not work to the other. Right. For, for the other. So when I thought about it, I I, I think you can't get into specifics. Mm-hmm. Did, I, did I mess that word specifics? up? Specifics? Yeah, I'm going to let you say that. Okay. <laughs> I can't get into particulars. How about that one? Okay, there you go. I'm, I'm getting good at this. Right? All right, yeah. I can't, I can't get into particulars, but what I think there should be a guideline. Mm-hmm. And for me, number mm-hmm. one on, on my uh, list for parenting or parenthood, mm-hmm. number one mm-hmm. is presence. Yes. You have to be there. You have to be there. No one's expecting you to get it all right. Right. But you have to be there. What about you? What's at the top of your list? I guess that would kind of be, I guess that's about the same. Presence. Presence. You have to be there. Yeah, you have to be there. Um, there isn't a guideline. I know there's books about, um, <clears throat> what is it? What's the the chicken soup or something or whatever? I have no they idea. They have all kind of books about parenting and everything. But right. You can read a book and get ideals, but like you said, every child is different. Right. So just because that one thing works. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You you know where you have problems at, right? Yes. Okay. I, I'm so not you gonna, can read I'm, a book and get okay. guidance. Right. And <laughs> yeah. I can't stand you, you and just, these kids. You just jumped all you over that always word, point but, that out. Okay. Anyway. But, but I had to stop and go, what did you just say? <laughs> but, yeah, just go ahead. Listen, they, they listen people, back. I can't say that word. So What word is that? I'm not going to say okay. it because now you made me conscious of it. So Every time you say that word, I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm not saying it no more. <laughs> okay. So, okay, yeah. So you can get guidance. But like you said, every child is different. So what works with one child is maybe not. It might not work with the other. Right. But... I think that being a good parent is subjective because like you said, the first thing is presence. You have to be there. Mm -hmm. You have to be willing to sacrifice. You have to put your own needs and wants and desires on the back burner to make sure that that child or those children are okay. You don't have to put a halt and forget about them. Right. But you just got to prioritize. Right. Okay. And then, um, Discipline is important, which I liked in, I lacked. Okay. When I was Let's go a little younger. bit deeper into discipline. Because nowadays, according to the law, right? Okay. Discipline is a fine line between disciplinarian actions versus abuse. Right. So kind of explain exactly. But when I'm saying discipline, I'm saying like set rules and guidelines and okay. stand by them. Like your child should have a bedtime. Okay. And you should stand by that bedtime. Okay. I mean, there's special occasions where you'll say, okay, well, you know, you get to stay up a little later tonight. Right, right. But you should stand by it. And you should not always let your child have their way. Right. Right. And sometimes you have to punish them by taking things away or telling them they can't go somewhere or something because those are the things that they need to guide them. And I'm going to just be real and speak for me, Elondius. Um, after I got a divorce, I tried to be the mother and the father, but then I tried to give them things or let them have things because I was trying to make up for their father not being in their lives at that time. Mm -hmm. So I think that I might've went too far in the other direction by trying to, you know, I I felt bad. I felt guilty. Do do you think that the too far that you're referring to has some consequences? Yeah, I think that it, yeah, definitely has some consequences. And then there was a time where, I was just lost. Okay. I, I didn't know who I was. So you, you're not perfect. I was out there. Right. You're not perfect. You're not. You, you, know, you know what I'm saying? There's so, no guideline. We spoke isn't. about this earlier. There isn't. But it doesn't matter where you go. We can go to a number two, number three, mm-hmm. number four, number five. Mm-hmm. Number one, presence and being there. 
yeah, is incredibly effective. Of course, I of course I was there, unless the military took me away. Right, but right. I was there, and they had a roof over their heads. Yep. Yep. They had clothes on their back. Yep. They had food in their stomach. Yep. And they knew that if they needed something or they needed to talk, their mama was there. Right. So I tried to do the best that I could. But some people would say, oh, yeah, you were a good parent. Then other people would say, no, you weren't because your oldest daughter got pregnant at 13. Your son is incarcerated Mm -hmm. and you know, so there'll be people who will look at that and say, Oh, she didn't do a good job. She wasn't a good parent. Everybody. uh, I said on the last show, opinions are like, you know, assholes, assholes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Everybody got one. Everybody has one. But what I've noticed is most of the people that point that finger and say that Mm -hmm. they backyard ain't so organized. Right. Themselves. So it, you're right. It's a subjective mm-hmm. uh, topic. Yeah. You know? But as long as you're trying. But then we have those parents or those <clears throat> people. Right. Who. Mm, mm. Walk away from their children. Right. Don't do anything. Make up all kinds of excuses mm-hmm. on why they didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Because this person's doing that and that person's doing this and I just need to get myself together or I need to Whoa. do what I want to do and everything. And then not only were are these people sometimes not there in the physical sense, the presence, but they don't even provide financial support. Right. See, let, let me give it to you from my perspective. Mm-hmm. I almost said from a boy's perspective, but I can't say that because we're all not the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, from my perspective, it is no secret for anyone that knows me that ever came by my house to play with me or mm-hmm. whatever that I grew up with my mother. Right. Ann. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mama Ann. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the other parent I would see every now and then. Right. Um. As as I got older, I made so many mistakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, marriage, not saying it was a mistake, but mm-hmm. within the marriage, there was cheating. Right. You know, I, I still wanted to be a young boy, mm-hmm. hang out in the streets, and mm-hmm. do this, and do that. So I made a lot of mistakes, even where there was even physical uh, fighting. Mm-hmm. This was just, yeah, fighting. Yeah, and I, um, I did that too. So once I kind of was able to see daylight and see through all that and ask myself, what are you doing here? Mm-hmm. Right? It took me to the next phase of possibly, and it's no disrespect to anybody, but holding on to a relationship that maybe I should have cut loose early. Right. But I ended up staying there for so long, mm-hmm. though, and I'm not blaming anything on her. Mm-hmm. I'm saying I wasn't right. Mm-hmm. Now, what am I saying here? Through all of that, I was able to realize, wow, nobody's perfect, Mm -hmm. which opened up the door for me to go to the parent that wasn't around Mm -hmm. and have some sort of dialogue Mm -hmm. saying overall, hey, whatever happened, happened. But with me talking to you now, I'm just looking for the human side. Mm -hmm. Just tell me. Right. Hey, man, I ain't know what I was doing. Right. That would have sufficed for me. Right. Uh, which is going to lead me to the second one, mm-hmm. um, to the second subject that we're talking about. Well, not second subject, the second point in the subject. Right. Because the first was presence. Yeah. I was looking for that human side to be real with me. Yeah. Right? Because out of all the nonsense that I did, I would have understood it. Mm-hmm. You, you follow what right. I'm saying? Yeah. I would have understood it and I would have felt respected in a way like, yo, like if I went to one of my boys and I say, "Hey man, I didn't do what I was do do uh, what I was supposed to do," because I was investing more time in women. Mm-hmm. Now, if my son has been through some things, he'll probably be like, "Dad, I know what you're saying, mm-hmm. right?" But that's what I was expecting. I didn't right. get that. Right. So it pushed distrust. Mm-hmm. It just opened up one day, and I was like, "Yo, the second." Topic 
second point, mm -hmm. humility. Mm -hmm. uh, so there's presence, there's humility. When you're raising a child, mm -hmm. you have to be honest and humble with yourself. I shouldn't put honest in there, but you have to be honest with yourself and say, I don't know, but I'm going to try to do the next thing. Well, two, two more things now, which is fair, mm -hmm. right? So let me get them out the way so people can know what we're talking about okay. as far as topics. At the top is presence mm -hmm. or parenting. Mm -hmm. Second is humility. Mm -hmm. Third one is empathy because mm -hmm. you once were a child mm -hmm. yourself. Right. So you have to be, um, you can't be what you did. You know you did crazy stuff. Yeah, you can't forget that. Right. So Don't you, act like you're perfect. It's empathy. So put yourself in their shoes. Mm -hmm. I always look at it like, how could you not know how to do something if somebody didn't tell you? Exactly. So the, whatever they do, there has to be a lesson taught with it. Right. Right. But that's where the empathy comes where I won't knock your head off because mm -hmm. I know what it's like to be young. Nine, 10, 11. Mm -hmm. Boom. And then the last one that I kind of skipped ahead and said is fairness. Mm -hmm. You have to be fair. Right. If you know you did what you did and you didn't contribute or anything in that, in that, that realm, when it comes up, be fair mm -hmm. about it. In other words, if you're my mother and I come to you and I say, yo, you did nothing for me. Mm -hmm. Not a pair of sneakers. Mm -hmm. Not even laces to go into sneakers. Right. Nothing. Right. You can't let your complexes bubble up and be, well, let me tell you this. No. Right. You have to be fair right here. Right. You can't be defensive. And you have to be empathetic. Mm-hmm. Right. And get rid of the complexes and be mm -hmm. humble right. within it because then it's never too late to change. I always say that. No, it's, it's never, never too, too late. late. But when you keep that nonsense going. Mm. Right. Anyway, I think I said enough. Back to you. Back to you. Like I I'm I'm taking over because that was that's passionate to me. Well, I mean, it's passionate to me too. Right. I mean, um you know, as being a single mother um after being married for 8 years, being in a relationship for 10 years with uh my two youngest kids father and then being a single mother, you know, it's like, like I said, you try to be the mother and the father. It's hard to, it's hard to draw that line. Well, it was hard for me to draw that line where, okay, I can't be hard, hard, hard because there's no one else to balance that out, you know. But I can't be soft, soft, soft because there's no one else to do the other side. So it's like I struggle with trying to figure out when to be a little hard and when to be a little soft. And sometimes it didn't work out well. But at the end of the day, I like to say that my children feel like I did the best that I could. There's always one factor that, and it involves self-examination, mm -hmm. that when I talk to you, it's not only the hard to solve and how should I be in a balance, but there's also this empathetic thing inside of you that says they have seen and experienced so much. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And that weighs heavy on you also. Right. I I want to remove them from that and make the environment the best I can make it. Right. I see that you did that. Right. And I always think about the fact that um, things that I didn't have or things that I wish I could have done. Better life. Or, that was the next one. Right. Yeah. That I always wanted to provide for them. Because um, the house that we're in right now is like, what, four or five bedrooms? It's a lot of, we have a lot of space. It's like 3,600 square feet. And the reason why I always wanted to have a big house is because I want my children to be able to say, I'm going to go home to mama's because I was never able to do that because my mother was always with me. You know what I'm saying? So after my my stepfather died, my mother came to live with me and she stayed with me until in her later years. Right. Right. So I could never say, oh, you know what? I just need to go home to my mama's house. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I always want my children to have a base. So everything that I do is with them in mind. So right. 
But then I wonder sometimes if maybe I didn't do enough when they were younger. As far as. But I don't know. I don't know. I know I probably sound crazy right now, but I just wanted to make sure that I gave them the things that I didn't have. And not saying that I was lacking, but there was a lot of things that was crazy with my childhood. Right. And then not knowing who my biological father is. Okay. Or was. Right. I still don't know. I'm 54. I still don't know who the man is. If I was to see him on the street, I probably wouldn't know him unless right. unless, unless I look like him. Unless you look identical. I, that would be basically impossible because you look like Stella. I look like my mama. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm but, sure I have some of his traits, though. The but. approach that I take, um, and like I said, this thing is subjective. It's not a one-size-fit-all. It's not. So the approach that I take, it's very unlikely that I'll be able to leave any of my boys a million dollars. It's unlikely. The the percentages, the uh, 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 what do you call it? The probability is low. It's it's low, but it's not impossible. It, it's not impossible, but, but it's yeah. low. Um, I I might not. Uh, Doral talks about a Tesla. I might not be able to, you know, go out and get them a. Seventy, eighty thousand dollar Tesla, right? Why, you know, X series, whatever right, right, right. series. And shout out to uh, Luana slash Monique, Monique Lewis, Lewis, Doctor. Wait a minute, Doctor. Give uh, her I her apologize. Title. I apologize, Doctor Monique Lewis. Yeah, she yes. has a a vlog or a podcast called. I'm not sure what the name of it is. I do, and I need my my mother used to say you need your head examined because you're right. too smart to be this stupid. <laughs> I apologize. And the next one, in the beginning of the podcast, we're gonna Monique, we're gonna send people uh, your way via right. us. I right. think it's called Magic Monique Magic Monique's Magic, something like that. But uh, yeah, great show. Mm-hmm. But um, what I focus on that's within my control. And as of lately, you know, getting older, I realize that sometimes focus on things that are beyond your control mm-hmm. that you might not be able to touch. My only thing was I want my boys to be able to navigate mm-hmm. in a world full of sharks. Mm-hmm. In other words, I need you to have a thought process. Mm-hmm. I can't I can't tell you how to make a billion dollars because I've never made a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. But. I can tell you how to con how to conduct yourself in accordance with in accordance with how you need to feel to go out and do that. Right. You follow what I'm saying? Right. I can't tell you how this person, that person feel, and I can't even tell you how I felt mm-hmm. uh and apply it to you, is what mm-hmm. I'm saying. But how do you find that within you where you're comfortable mm-hmm. and you're clear? Mm-hmm. Someone can't just tell you anything, right? You got a brain, you got a thought process, right? And I think as long as I leave that with them, mm-hmm. they'll be okay. Yes, they'll be okay. Yes, and to go along with that, you want to teach them how to respect themselves and others. That's a part of all of it. Yeah, yeah, and the knowledge. Just do, do what's right. Right, 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 you know? right. right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, you know, I, I think my handling of kids is really based on the lack of mm-hmm. that I had. Right. And that's that's my life. That's mm-hmm. that's my rule book. That's my mm-hmm. guy. I can't somebody can come up to me right now and say something. You should be doing this or you should have did this. Well, we two different creatures. We are. Like I can't tell you Wow. I can't tell you what a man would say under certain situations. Mm-hmm. This is sticky, but I'm going to say it. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you. Mm-hmm. I can tell you what my mama said. Mm-hmm. I can tell you what a woman said. Right. I can tell you how she approached right. popping them legs. Right. Or getting popped in the mouth. Right. Or when it happened or when I was saying too much. Mm-hmm. I only know how Ann, mm-hmm. Penny slash Irene. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lizzie, Adela. Mm-hmm. That's what I know. Right. Four women. Mm-hmm. Uncle Alfred was more so like he kept the banter 
and a comedy mm-hmm. by way of a lesson. Right. So that's my only example. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't see what a man actually does in a house until I moved to New York City. But by that time, I'm already 18 years old. Right. But I say all this to say, the way I approach it is based on my lack of mm-hmm. that I had coming up. Mm-hmm. So I try to fill that void, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Um, my fault was I treated most of them like siblings mm-hmm. instead of parent child. Mm-hmm. I was more like my little brothers. Mm-hmm. I wanted to appear fun to them. Mm-hmm. I wanted to appear dad is in, in the knowing about this type of music. Or right. he talks to me. We can sit up all night and talk. Again, that right. was based on my lack. Right. Of. But I try to keep presence into play. Even if I can't see them, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm on the phone with them. Exactly. And stuff like that. But, you know, we can only do what we can do. Yep, and then that's that fine line, again, with that balance, because I was guilty. I'm not going to say guilty, but I did the same thing. I mean, I know that a lot of people now will look at mine and my children's relationship and say, oh, they act more like your friends than your children. But, you know, hey. Sometimes, you know, I might say, hmm, like, Mm -hmm. yeah, sometimes you'll talk like, Sisters, mm-hmm. more so than mother parent. Mm-hmm. But I have to understand that's your background. Right. So, well, you know, sometimes I might be cringing. Like I might be in the kitchen and I hear <laughs> a word or two come out. And I'm right. Like, I'm saying to myself, yo, who are you talking to? Right. Right. But then that's, I can't. Yeah. That's something that yeah. was done, done, done. But on the flip side, I can see the love also. Yeah. Those are my babies. But on a, on on my side. Mm-hmm. Between Darrell, Al, Rashaw, I, I urge them to speak their minds. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zarys is not quite there yet. <laughs> but I urge them to speak their minds, but I also ask mm-hmm. for respect. Mm-hmm. Like, <clears throat> you just can't come out me, your mother. Right, right, you right. You can't do that. Bro, right. Because I couldn't do it. Right. And I believe that you being a matriarch, I'll use you as mm-hmm. an example. And I'm not saying this is you. Mm-hmm. I'm using an example. If you don't have respect for the cornerstone, mm-hmm. you ain't gonna have no respect for no teacher, nobody else. Right. If you talk to your cornerstone in a certain way, mm-hmm. why would you think about what you're saying to someone else? Here where it get tricky mm-hmm. at. And if you do go outside and watch what you say mm-hmm. and watch how you act, but come home. It just do anything. You know what I say. Mm-hmm. I don't. I can't curse, but use a sucker, mother. Mm-hmm. Boom. That's how I see it, and I've right. expressed that before. Right. So I'm. I'm. But that's only based on my life experience mm-hmm. and how I grew up. And at the end of the day, we can only pass on to your child things based on what we lacked versus what we want to see, right. which is what you were talking about, right? You, right, you did your twenty two. Mm-hmm. You you got a pretty good life now. Uh yeah. Right, I'm not complaining. One of your goals is to see that yours have an even better life. Mm-hmm. See, mine is different. It's mm-hmm. similar. It's similar to yours. <clears throat> My mother had nothing. Mm-hmm. Food stamps, shotgun house. Mm-hmm. Uh, she. Probably could have did a little bit more education wise. Mm-hmm. We never owned a car, mm-hmm. but she showered me with her presence mm-hmm. slash love. Yes, showered me with that. Right. My mother wasn't um, knowledgeable in. Hey, son, this is a a, a, a rate, mm-hmm. uh, a percentage on a credit card, mm-hmm. or this is what a bank account. Does. She mm-hmm. did, she didn't do any of that, and right. I am not mad at her. She did what she can do. Right. And that's what I'm talking about, the phases. Well, And she laid the good foundation for you. She gave me a conscious. Mm-hmm. I am Which very, is very important. I am very conscious. I'm not saying I'm perfect. 
Right. But I am very conscious of when I do things that hurt people. Mm -hmm. And because of my complexes, I might not get back with you ASAP, but trust me, Mm -hmm. it's there. Like, wow, I should have said that. My mother gave me that, and I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Um, I try to pass that on. But if people go back and listen to our podcast about education, Mm -hmm. I didn't say I got a master's degree for a job. Mm -hmm. I didn't say any of that. Right. I said one of the reasons was one of the reasons was an example, mm-hmm. which goes to another point on parenting. Mm-hmm. You lead by example. Yes. You have to. Yes. You lead by example. The example is I can't sit there and say, Elondis, you need to go to school mm-hmm. because you're a human being. Mm-hmm. All these chambers in your mind, mm-hmm. eventually you're going to say, well, you ain't go to school. Right. Which is why I'm in school right now. Mm-hmm. So, leading by example, parenting. We we talking about parenting, right? The way our conversations flow, we go here, we go there, but we still on that same subject, and right? I, and I hope that people don't get confused and be like, "Yo, what are you talking about?" Right. We still talk about but the same thing. You know, there's so many different avenues and you know things that go along with parenting. So it's like I don't even I don't even know. You right, know, those four good parent or bad parent. I don't those know. those four things: mm-hmm. presence, humility, mm-hmm. empathy, and fairness. There you go. You, I can't come to my child and be like, "You ain't go to school." Blah, blah, blah. I can't do that because I know that at nineteen or twenty, I went to the navy because I got kicked out of school. Mm-hmm. So I can't sit there and act holier than thou, right? Um, that's why those four things are very important. Right, right. Because you definitely can't be trying to act like you ain't never make any mistakes. I made a lot of you mistakes. You have to let your children know that, but you, exe- like you said, lead by example. Yeah, you, you, like, you, I you, made these mistakes, but I tried to correct them. I tried to learn from uh, them man. and whatever. So, yeah. Uh, you know, the the I don't want to say his name, philosopher. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll chop it up a little bit. There's one thing I do know, mm-hmm. and that is I don't don't know, know everything. Right? Oh, don't know. I don't okay. know. I know that I don't know. Right. And that's I the, know that's right. That's the uh, humbleness. That's the humility in it all. Mm-hmm. And you're willing to correct. And I I think sometimes if your kids see your fall and your rise. Mm-hmm. For me, it gives them a puts a battery in their back. And yeah, they, yeah. And as an example, they can say, oh, I remember mom. Right, you know, exactly. She was, I'm sorry, but she was in a position where most people think you got it. Military. Mm-hmm. But in actuality, it ain't what people think. Exactly. And you might have to do some things that outside people have to do, meaning assistance to get mm-hmm. by. Mm-hmm. But your girls and your son seen that. Mm-hmm. And no matter where they go, Ups, downs, dark, whatever. That example is right there. Right. It's right there. Yeah. But all that starts with presence. There you go. So. You got to be there. Okay. So you think we exhausted it or there's a little bit more you got to say? No. I think there's more you have to say. Because I start start talking and then it's like, yo, uh, I'm all over the place. But I think we covered everything. What aggravates you about uh, parents? What we said that there's not a definitive role or a definitive guide to raise right. a child. But what are some of the things? And I, I'm going to get you started. We saw, we watched the Judge Mathis yesterday mm-hmm. where a lady was on crack and then she went to prison. Uh, and her daughter was suing her for the rent. You remember that? Yes, her daughter was suing her for the things that she threw out. And rent. Because she she said that her mother was charging her 300 Right. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. The point is, is that we sat there and we watched the mother state that she was once on crack and then she got, she got, she went to prison after that. But and she, then she was clean and sober, but mm-hmm. then she got addicted to the fast money. money. So she chose drugs over her children the first time and the second time she chose Money over her, her children. children. And there was no remorse. There was no remorse. And what I don't understand is how anyone, a woman or a man, can create a life 
and then walk away from them like they're nothing. You know, mm-hmm. just ignore them, use them, whatever, okay. mess up their lives and act like and it's not okay. Even, and not even mess up their lives, but they can make it complicated. And then and act like it's okay. But I'm going to still say, well, I... I'm going to have to say that sometimes it is mess up. They mess up the lives of their children and then they don't even acknowledge it or when confronted by that child, they don't even, I I don't even know the word I'm trying to find right now, but it's like. We talked about it. You don't even, you don't even, as you said, be real. Yeah. yeah, Fair and say, okay, yeah, you know, I, I made some mistakes. I messed right, up, right. and and I apologize for that. Right. But how do people do that, or how do they have one child walk away from that child, and then be the best dad or best mother in the world to another child from you know? I find that. How do they do that? I find that. Uh, and what type of person would do that? I find that a facade. I find that facade a facade because you have to come to grips with everything mm-hmm. in order to be at ease or at peace with your past movement or decisions or whatever you did. And I, I'm not saying everybody should, I find that a facade because you still got that nonsense in you. Right. And, and then and if you really examine the ones that you think they are actually doing things mm-hmm. for, it, it, that selfishness and right. whatever, it's still there. And that's when I ask myself. Um, are you doing these things to be seen. seen and acknowledged by other people so they can say, oh, he's such a great man or <laughs> she's such a great woman? Probably. Are, are you doing these things because you truly doing it out of the goodness of your own heart and You'll your love know. for You'll someone else? Know. You will never know. Hmm. Now, you can stand back and speculate, but you will never know. Hmm. Even with that person being your blood, you want to give them the benefit of the doubt. Well, I say that if you don't go back and and right your wrongs, apologize for your mistakes and your wrongdoings, and make amends to the people that you did wrong, whether it be your children, relatives, whatever the case may be, then you trying you living like you a changed person is is not your truth. Right. Right. Because. Like you said, you have to acknowledge and apologize and uh, make amends. To be at peace with yourself. Exactly. That way you could be a better person to, well, every, yeah. to everybody else. That's you, only, that's Elon Diaz talking. So, yeah, you know, yeah, someone I, I else mean, might feel different, but that's how I feel. Yeah, you can't sweep your mistake or your wrongdoings under the rug. Right. And then come back and have a conversation like it never happened. Right. Because I've had to apologize. I had to go back and apologize for things that I've done. So you know what I I've never really done that mm-hmm. go back and apologize but it's a little different when I made the mistake mm-hmm. or I did something that was like not what a dad should be doing mm-hmm. usually my kids experienced it with me mm-hmm. and I don't know about a straight apology because I never let it go so long to where mm-hmm. I had to come back and mm-hmm. do that. If, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, I, I don't know it. how to word it. I but got it. They saw it and they saw what I had to do to come out mm-hmm. of it. And I let them know who they are. See, I'm doing all this. Uh, I mean, I'm fighting a, the, uh, a curse word, but I should be more articulate. Mm-hmm. I'm doing all this foolery. Mm-hmm. Right. But at the same time, I'm keeping them close to me, which was also another problem because sometimes I was doing crazy stuff with my child sitting right next to me. It, it's just. So I, mean, I, I didn't need a long term. Yeah. I'm sorry because it was like, wow, yeah, I should have right. did that right there in front right. of them. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, we could go on and on and on because yeah. it's it's not a simple subject, you know, but No, it's 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 not a it's not a simple subject. And I'm gonna kinda like digress with this one. Um, you didn't touch it and I'm waiting for you to touch it. So my mother if she was one of these parents that was like, yo, you know, doing all this crazy stuff, not acknowledging anything, no presence, no no humility, no empathy, no fairness. Mm-hmm. She's doing all that. I'm a grown 
man. Mm-hmm. And then at some point, my mother gets married. Mm-hmm. The guy that she marries sits there mm-hmm. and watch all that foolery that my mother executed. I'm not saying my mother did it. I'm just using it for an example. Mm-hmm. And the person that chooses to live the rest of their life with my mother never says a word. Mm-hmm. I know you have a problem with that. I'm trying to, I'm trying to pull it out of you a little bit. Right. But then we've had this conversation before. So it's like to us, that person didn't say a word. But we don't know what's going on behind closed doors. So we don't know if they saying something to your mother. We don't know if that man said something to your mother, to mm-hmm. use the mm-hmm. example. Right. Um, behind closed doors. But I'm going to tell you what we Your do mother have. didn't acknowledge it. I talked about it on, on the last show. Really, really, well, did I? Let me tell you something. I asked person A for $5. Mm-hmm. They tell me. I ain't got it. Mm-hmm. I asked the second person, person B for $5. They tell me, I ain't got it, but if I had it, you could have it. Mm-hmm. I asked person C, and they tell me, I ain't giving you nothing. Mm-hmm. Well, the way our setup is, especially when you have a conscious, right? You say to yourself, well, the, well, the first person, they didn't have it. Mm-hmm. And the second person, they said they didn't have it, and if they did, they wouldn't give it to me. Mm-hmm. At least they were honest. Mm -hmm. And then the third person just told me no. Mm -hmm. You know what the outcome is? Mm. Nobody gave you nothing. Right. You have to call it for what the action is. Mm -hmm. That's just what it is. Now, who cares about what somebody's saying behind (laughs) closed doors because it's not. Right. I don't know what they're saying. I just know the outcome. Right. That if my mother was with some guy for 20-something years Mm -hmm. and her behavior continued uh, in a way in which everything is out of bounds, Mm -hmm. you are an accessory to the crime. Mm -hmm. Complicit. You are sitting there letting this happen. Yeah. Right? So I don't care too much for that. I know you don't. And I just use this last minute or two to... Right. I mean, but you know me. I'm always trying to see the good B-O-D. and try to give people the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, so B-O-D. it's like, I don't know. It, it took me a long time it's to under, understand that BOD thing because um, I'm like you in a sense where I want to see the good in everybody. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'll overlook what it actually is yeah. so I can feel good about and it. And I think that's that's that happens a lot with um, people who are who are like us and have the same type of mentality. And I'm going to say givers, people who are givers always try to see the good in everybody else. And they will overlook. And sometimes you just have to call a spade a spade. You have to, in order, in order for you to take the next step. I'm 54. I'm just learning this. Right. That's one of the things I was speaking on 54 and just learning. Right. You have to call it for what it is. Yeah. So you can't let somebody off the right. hook. It hurts the, you what's sometimes. What's the word though. you use? Complicit. Complicit. When someone is being complicit mm-hmm. with a wrongdoer. Yeah. You, you can't talk to them. Yeah. Like, you can't do that. Yeah. You just be wanting to see the good. You just want to see the good. But anyway, yeah. You want to see the good. So with that, um. We out of here. Well, hey, well, let's hey. let's offer the question to them. Is there such thing as a good parent? Okay, right here. Do right. it. Right. Yeah. Comment. Is there such thing as a good a good parent? What do you think? Let us know. And are there guidelines to being a good parent? Right. Um. This was a lengthy one. This is an hour. Oh, dang! But it's all good. All it, right. It needed to be talked about. Yeah. You know, we yeah. got Georgia out of the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's coming. Mm-hmm. As far as a, a vlog video, mm-hmm. and we talked about parenting because it's something that's been on our mind for mm-hmm. the past couple of weeks. Yeah, and before we get out of here, it's Al Nilandi. It's got, got, got to be more careful. Ahala, we out. <laughs>